the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. My colleague over at uh, townhall.com, Guy Benson, earlier today put up a brand new uh, uh, Washington Post ABC News poll. And the president is on a roll of having the best numbers of his presidency in a poll that he has really not done well in at all. Um, In fact, uh, it looks now that if the choice were held today, he and uh, Biden in this poll, they're dead even. uh, Trust to handle the economy more. Trump over Biden by nearly 10 points. uh, Trust more to handle the coronavirus outbreak. Trump over Biden, 13 points. And trust more to handle health care, they're basically even. But the, the race is a neck-and-neck neck statistical tie among registered voters nationally. nationally. And registered voters is always a very poor outlier of where, a poll, where, where the, the election would likely end. Uh, so that's, you know, he's, he's doing well. And this is really providing great misery for the Nancy Pelosi's of our day. When you think about it, these people want very much to be able to just pound away and say he's being inefficient, saying he's been ineffective, saying he's not really finding solutions. And then I want you to turn your gaze and cast it at the long list of things that he's done. There is a huge barge hospital arriving in New York Harbor. 1,100 more beds are available through the actions of the president for New York State specifically because they asked for help. And he had to go out and find he, he had to go out and find a way to get the help done, as opposed to flip the flip the page here. Governor Cuomo, who's supposed to be God's gift now, he's doing these daily updates, middle of the day. Uh, now that he's God's gift to everybody, uh, what happened last week? Oh, I'm running out of ventilators. I'm running out of ventilators. Oh, he has thousands of ventilators. He hasn't even touched yet. The president's finding solutions for actual problems and connecting dots and using his kind of outside-the-box kind of brainstorming problem-solving to get this done. Meanwhile, the people that are supposed to be executing it are complaining about what he's not doing for them, meanwhile, not even living up to the fact that they have more resources at hand than they are even acknowledging or realizing. So I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into, you know, bash Cuomo Day, and it's not my, not my intention. He's got a lot on his plate. Every public elected official that i know right now in office they are they are nonstop trying to solve problems but there are some good things that you should be aware of if you missed my column at townhall.com yesterday that's okay it's still trending as the number one article on townhall.com right now just go to the trending box uh, click on hydroxychloroquine help is on the way i've got six pieces of good news from last week that are all uh, just very significant including the fact that Dr. Fauci said if he was to treat someone, the first 
treatment, he would go to his hydroxychloroquine with, uh, with azithromycin. But there's two more pieces of interesting news, and I'm excited to, uh, to uh, bring this to you. There is a second um, physician at Lenox Hill Hospital now that is talking about the fact that he's been using the cocktail, the hydroxychloroquine cocktail, and that they're getting some results. Now, similar to Dr. Zelenko, who I told you about last week, the physician in Monroe, New York, that is using hydroxychloroquine, I think it's 200 milligrams a day, twice a day, uh, 500 milligrams of azithromycin, and then he's adding something like 200 milligrams of zinc to his to what he's prescribing for people, and he's had almost unilaterally perfect results. No deaths, two hospitalizations. One person was 86 years old and had advanced pneumonia. You're not going to really get around that. Uh, but everybody else that he's treated, zero deaths, uh, zero intubations. He hasn't had to put anybody on a ventilator. That's significant. When you're talking about people who test positive and have symptoms, going from symptomatic to negative in their testing, it's significant that he's had zero amounts of people required to go on ventilators. But that doctor and this doctor, the doctor at Lenox Hill um, that is in today's New York Post, actually, um, he's adding a third ingredient to his cocktail as well, and it's uh, vitamin C. It's huge amounts. It's like 1,500 milligrams of vitamin C. And the reason that they're doing that amount is because as they're studying how the body is processing the coronavirus, they're discovering that people that have the virus are having their vitamin C uh, greatly diminished within their system. So they're artificially pumping that vitamin C back up, which is, you know, it's... It's a natural disease fighter. That's why, you know, vitamin C, everybody, you know, more vitamin C when you have a flu or, or catch a cold. It boosts your immune system. That's that's what we've been telling you from the beginning. Make your immune system strong. Um, it's the best form of defense you can. But they're also using hydroxychloroquine and the azithromycin um, combination. Now, the third piece of really big, huge news today is that the FDA issued emergency use authorization for hydroxychloroquine across the, the country. What that basically means is if the Food and Drug Administration says available for emergency use, it basically indicates that doctors do not have to wait on the trials to be completed. They don't have to. Um, I, I, it's my understanding that they're not even required to observe what their uh, governors have tried to ban them from doing. As you know, the governor of Michigan and the governor of Nevada have both tried to ban the use of hydroxychloroquine. The governor of Nevada doing so after he saw the TV report about the couple in Phoenix that were drinking the aquarium cleaner because it said something like chloroquine phosphate on the ingredient label. It's not the same thing. Don't drink aquarium cleaner. That's not recommended by anybody. Uh, but the FDA giving emergency use authorization, and the other piece of this is that there are pills that are allocated that the FDA is now making available. So even if local pharmacies are low, the FDA can vouch for and get, uh, get them uh, the amounts that they need. One particular producer of hydroxychloroquine, is donating 30 million doses uh, 
and then another producer, I think it's Bear, is donating another million doses. Uh, and this is this will be what they can start with. Now, why that's significant is if you need five to six doses uh, to run the the cure course or the treatment course, if you need five to six doses to do that, then the 31 million doses that they will have on hand would already be more than enough to treat the 140,000 cases that we have recorded, according to the Johns Hopkins dashboard. Because if you've got 140,000 cases of active coronavirus, you only need about 500 to 600,000, then some, to handle those treatments. And then and then you've got all the leftover for future cases that you discover. In other words, there's more than enough treatment for every single person struggling with coronavirus right now if we just get it to them. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. What does it mean to be a hero? The dictionary defines a hero in terms of courage, achievement, and morality. In practice, our culture's heroes have commonly been sports figures, such as Olympians or military figures. But heroism is really about doing the right thing and standing for the right virtues, even when the world isn't watching. Many of the most heroic acts undertaken in human history are unknown to me or to you or to history, but they are not unknown to God. In this crucial moment, we need a new category of heroes. Today, our heroes include doctors, nurses, and medical staff on the front lines of the global pandemic. They're putting their lives at risk in order to protect and extend the lives of others. But the notion of a hero is expanded to those who are stocking the grocery store shelves and delivering our packages. People who are making the world work and trying to keep all the pieces of society together. We're seeing heroism where we never knew to find it before. As a society, we don't pass out gold medals to grocery store stockers or to x-ray technicians. But when you think about it, we probably should. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu